Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome back to Gilmore Say with Tara and Haley. I'm Tara. This is Haley. Hi, Haley. Hi, Tara. We have a very exciting episode today. We chatted a couple weeks ago with Maya and Hunter, and we are finally releasing the episode. It was such a thrill to have them on. I know. I had only ever seen their um, Gilmore Girls videos because on TikTok, if you don't follow them, um, they're on YouTube, Instagram, but they're Maya and Hunter, um, and they are the cutest married couple. I say cute, and I... I really hope that that doesn't come across as condescending as it sounds no. when I feel like I say it because I know that I say that in this episode and like I remember saying it when we were recording and being like are they feeling condescended to in this moment because of this but like oh, I'm when sure I'm crying I genuinely didn't know what to say yeah. because I did not know that the direction of this episode where it was going to go yeah. when Hunter took it to that place I know I just I was speechless yeah like he's, truly they're both so smart and very intuitive and their relationship is very beautiful like when we say yeah. they're so cute we just mean to say like we stand my and hunter yeah five totally ever. because yeah. they they post a lot of like married life content but they just started as they'll tell you in this episode they just started watching gilmore girls together and the word that i was trying to remember when we were recording that i couldn't think of that I thought of of course like days later was them watching Gilmore Girls feels very cathartic for their relationship Mm. and I feel like that comes across in a lot of the thoughts that they have about it Mm. um and it's just that the two of them are just a beautiful couple yeah for sure for sure so we hope that you enjoy this conversation with them as much as we enjoyed having it Maya and Hunter Welcome to Gilmore to Say. We are so happy to have you guys here. We've been tagged in so many of your videos as we know that, Hunter, you are watching Gilmore Girls for the first time. Yes. Thank you so much for having us. We're so excited to be here. Um, I am watching it for the first time and just enjoying every second of it. So thanks for having us. Oh, I love, love to hear that. First, we'd love for you guys to, I know a lot of our listeners know who you are already, but in case there are any listeners out there who haven't seen you guys on social media, can you guys tell us a little about yourselves how you uh, came to start doing content creation on TikTok and what prompted you to start watching Gilmore Girls together? So we are, we basically started on TikTok about a year and a half ago, almost two years ago. And we kind of just do couples content. We share kind of every bit of our daily life and things that we find funny and relatable about our relationship. And we just kind of love sharing that with the world and kind of building a community through that. And one of the things that we kind of felt people might relate to was watching Gilmore Girls. So I watched Gilmore Girls the first time about five or six years ago and loved it. It was like immediate like fall comfort show, (laughs) big fall girl. So I was super into it. Yes. (laughs) We love the vibes. So this fall I was like, Hunter, like we need to watch it together. Like, come on, let's do it. We're not doing anything. Let's watch it. And he was like, Okay, yeah, like, or maybe you overheard a scene, actually. Well, so Maya Maya watched it for the first time, like she said, six or seven years ago, but then she sleeps to it sometimes. Sometimes yeah, it's I like her sleep. comfort show. Yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, duh. I would overhear 
the dialogue. And I, I'm not going to lie to you. My first impression of Gilmore Girls was this is stupid because they talk way too fast and way too much. <laughs> People say that all the time. Like they, they all just they – say keeping up? They say so many words. And I'm like how – this dialogue is like it, – it's like if we were just – knew what the other person was going to say. And then now that I'm watching it, I love it so much and I think it's awesome and so well written. But yeah. that was my first impression of it. So were you resistant at all? He kind of, I feel like in the past years, he was like, I don't know, like, I just don't, doesn't seem like my type of show. Yeah. And then I think you like were cooking or something when it was on when I was watching it this uh-huh. fall. And he saw a scene and he was like, okay, I should watch this. Yeah. Do like, you remember this what is, scene that was? I wish I could remember. <laughs> Darn, it's what, not coming. Oh, uh, she, she's always in random spots. She'll I know, just pick yeah. it and just go. So it, nothing was really spoiled. Oh, I wasn't yes. really processing what we were watching. And then I like... So I want to say it's something with Emily and Lorelai, and I was like, "Oh, I actually do remember. It was when Richard gives Lorelai the check that he, I yes. think he like invested in a building for her. Oh, and Happy Birthday, baby! Yes, yes. yes. There you yep. go. Amazing. Yeah. And he said like, um, she was like, I can buy like so many shoes, like 150 pairs of shoes, and he was like, you should buy, you have to buy like the at Jimmy least shoes, 10, the, like, the the humor, the subtle humor of yeah. that conversation between. Um, Lorelai and Richard was was what won me over. It was like, oh, this writing is not just fast. Yeah. It's, it's incredibly it's smart and it's funny. And, it's so um, smart. And it, it was it, that won me over. So then we watched – actually then the first step was I was making a very big life decision. I was oh, deciding yeah. where I was going to become a lawyer, where I was going to work after I graduate law school. Um, and I didn't know yeah. what to pick. I was really torn. And Rory was, as we all know, torn between Harvard and Yale. Pros and, and pros and cons list. Yeah. So Maya put on the pros and cons list episode. We watched it and I made the decision that night. So. Oh my, oh my God. God. Yeah. I love that. I kind of forgot that happened. Yeah. <laughs> I love everything about that. That's amazing. And that got you hooked on the show. That got me hooked on the show. So we watched episode one, I think probably a couple days later. Yeah. So, yeah. How was it watching season one, having gotten like a little taste of what the middle seasons are? Because that's really where they find their footing. Yeah. And season one. So my partner, Brett and I, we we're actually watching the show together for the first time as well. Um, so I am very well versed in like the no spoilers. Let's like, <laughs> you know, especially knowing the show as well as I do. It's very hard. But um it's so interesting to watch the show back and to like know where it's going in some yeah. capacity and to like see how it's evolved and shifted. So how was it going back to the beginning after getting kind of a taste of what the like, you know, season three episodes were like? Yeah, I think as far as season ones go, season one is always an adjustment for every show. I mean, you think of shows like totally different genre, but like you watch season one of like The Office and it's just like so different from when they get their footing later. Like, oh, so different. We use The Office as an example, a comparison all of the time because it's just night and day. Right. And so, (laughs) so it's like season one is, I mean, some people might come jump on me for this, but season one is terrible in my opinion. But then season, I thought you you loved it. No, no, Mm. it's so cringy and so hard to watch for me. I I can't handle the inner. (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. no. Season one of The the Office. Of The Office. No, no, no. I was shook. Oh, oh, I thought you meant Gilmore Girls. But no, also we were no. kind of like low-key like, yeah, no, no, no. No, I actually think that as far as season ones go, Gilmore Girls is very yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. I would say, you know, as far as season ones are concerned, Gilmore Girls definitely uh, definitely is up there. It finds yeah. its footing. But we've been doing a rewatch on Patreon, Haley and I. And uh, we are finding, we're like, oh, okay. Even though it's a comfort show, if you're looking at it through a magnifying glass, like I'd say the uh, mid to later seasons start to pick up a little bit more. Okay. So I'm excited that you guys are like starting to get there. So where are you at right now in your rewatch? We are currently at um, like, I want to say episode like 18 or 19 of season five. 
Um, so Lorelai and Luke just got back together. Lorelai and Luke just got back together. Emily went into the diner and said, okay. and said go with her. And, and that was the last scene we saw last night. <laughs> oh, so you saw the kiss at the end of So Good Talk. The one that so got away talk. is playing in go. the background. Is that yes, the, yes. is that, oh, the, oh yes, the yeah. TV, the, she's watching that movie and yes. She's watching, um, oh my God, yeah. what is it? A Star is Born. A Star is Born. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. Cause they, she had all three. She yeah. was comparing Judy Garland. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, what a great episode to be at. I'm so excited for you. So Maya, how has it been for you watching the show with him? Knowing what happens, has it like changed any of your perspective? Oh, because I throw it on every fall, you know, I watch it. Like I thought that I kind of was so in tune with the plot like I was like I know what happens but I feel like there's been like a bunch of episodes where I'm like I actually don't remember this like it's been five years six years since I've really like watched it so I feel like I'm almost seeing it like through new eyes with him which is kind of fun but at the same time it's nice to have a little tour guide through it because she'll go like oh wait we got to watch another episode this is gonna get good and I'm like okay like sounds I was getting a little fatigued (laughs) 100% I do the same thing and he has said the same thing he's like it's kind of nice to have this like Gilmore Girls anthropologist Uh at my uh right hand to be like this is what you should be doing and these are the episodes we should be watching we just have to get to this point and then like we're good that is that is very helpful as a first time viewer, but I will also say caveat to all opinions that come in this episode. I do think there's a little bit of like a wanting to mirror your partner's like opinions because you want to like like we've disagreed on some minor aspects, but like I knew from the start, and you know I don't know I haven't seen all of Logan yet, but I knew from the start that Maya's team Logan. Oh, I knew I liked you, and so when <laughs> I met Logan, I was like, oh, I kind Goodbye. of like him because she likes him. So there's a little bit of bias there. So caveat to all opinions I that I make. I don't wonder that because we've kind of agreed on a lot. We've agreed on like, a lot. Just like, and it's not, just it's not conscious. It's not conscious. It's not like, oh, I think what she thinks. But because we disagree about like Marty, some other little things. But, you Marty, know, it, there's that. <laughs> Marty, yeah. What do you disagree on? I want to know. I can't wait to get into that. Um, um, yeah. But it's interesting that you're now just meeting Logan. And mm-hmm. I like being on a team being like Team Jess or Team Logan or anybody out there who exists who's Team Dean, not sure if there are any of them, but there probably <laughs> are. Beats me. Like you kind of know that going in. And so like as a partner, you're like, oh, okay. Like this is the team she's on. I got to like yeah. pay attention to this character. Totally, totally. But I think we can all agree that we are Team Dave Rogowski in this house. Oh my gosh. Here. At the end of the day. <laughs> I mean, goodness gracious. He was just, he was like a, a shining star passing through and we could only have him for so long before he moved on to bigger and better things. And I don't, I don't want to say better things, bigger and other <laughs> yeah, things. Yeah, bigger and other things. Yeah. Other things, something else. Yeah. One of the yeah. videos that I most got tagged in of yours was you finding out from Maya that that was the end of Dave Rogowski, that he never came back. Heartbreaking. Um, Sad. How, yeah. How was that learning? <laughs> um, you know, I was distraught. Um, I was disturbed i was upset uh at the end of the video you notice i exclaim amy because i just cannot believe that she wouldn't she wouldn't give everything in her power to keep him there i'm sure she did i don't know her but (laughs) to be honest with you i relate to lane a lot her relationship with uh, really with the strict upbringing and 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 the and the the mom thing it's so in a way maya is is my dave and so to see dave 
go away was was hard for me because that's I'm about to cry. He's never said that, yeah. so this is I, like... I'm about to cry. I've yeah. never heard a better compliment in my whole life. Yeah. That is literally the compliment of compliments. <laughs> Maya. It's made my day. Really. Wow. <laughs> and then they just they just rub it in your face when they're just like, oh yeah, he went to college. What? Yeah. Like you're not even gonna say like he like something crazy happened or like did they? I don't even remember them having a conversation because they were doing like long distance for a minute, right? And they're like, bye. Did they ever say like we broke up? That's the up, thing or? is like no, it like it, it goes so unresolved. It's one of those storylines in the show that like never really gets quite tied up. Yeah, we have a whole Dave episode that we did. Yeah, we did a whole Dave episode. Oh, you did. It's called It Should Have Been Dave Rogowski. Yes. Um, and it's because it should have been. It should yeah. have been. We break down Dave like scene by scene and everything that happened we and like how it that. ended, yes. which is that it didn't. Haley actually timed how long he was on the screen for and it wasn't very long. Wow. But he just made such an impact in like how many minutes? He was a star. What, what was it? Like, it was six, like 28. Like 28 yeah. minutes I love total. The analysis. He was That's on screen crazy. and we just like <laughs> we're like he just like touched all of our hearts so much in t- in less than 30 minutes. He had the riz. He did. He had the riz and and that's kind of what it's something that that glows in their eyes and I see the similar characteristic in Logan because when he yeah. looks into the eyes of the person that he's <laughs> going for or interacting with being Rory of course and and for Dave Lane there's there or even Lane's mom when he has a mission to to achieve um you know approval like there's just yeah. a, a glisten and, and it just makes you want it's the too. riz it is the chemistry and the and the and the charisma that that comes with their you know acting abilities and the characters that they've developed is really really great. Oh, 100%. I mean, you just said the magic words because Haley is a team Logan, the team Logan girly of team yeah. Logan girly. She's I the like president Logan. of the fan club. I love but it. But to be fair, I'm still not over you calling Maya your Dave Rogowski. <laughs> I, like, I know literally. Hunter. <laughs> That's right up there with calling me Logan, I think. I don't think I can recover from that actually. Hey, it's I speak I speak the truth only. I'm not going to hold back on on these show opinions, and I'm not going to hold back on the deep yeah. psychological relations I have with these characters. <laughs> but I, I do want to know, Haley. Like, do you ever get comments and stuff where people are like, "Logan sucks," and like you just like t- kind of take it really personally every day, all the time? I literally, I'm always like, "You're just wrong. Like, you are wrong," and it kind of hurts my feelings. One hundred percent, because we just did an episode where like over the last year of things that people have disagreed with us most on. Yeah. And the thing that like came to me the most was that me thinking that Logan's perfect, which I don't, but like we actually haven't done a full Logan episode yet Mm. because like he's like such my like comfort character. You kind of don't want to. But to like pull him apart scene by scene Mm. and like dive into it. Too much. I don't think that'd be fun for me. Yeah. You can't take but that it's from necessary. You. I mean, I'm a team. Yeah. I'm a team. Jess Gurley and okay. Hunter. We can talk about that. Okay. Um, okay. I am not in therapy, than but team. we can talk about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I know that. Like, I see his flaws. Yeah. Yeah. I do not think he was a good boyfriend. I look back at this like now as a 30 year old woman, and I'm like, oh Jesus. Um, Mm. But as a 12 year old, like watching the show growing up, I loved him and I want like I was rooting for him. It was like a Tyra Banks. We were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you (laughs) kind of moment. (laughs) And then like, you know, he just like let us down. And so it like it's hard to like be so tethered to a character in a very similar but different way, like 
than you are from Logan and to yeah. like have to pull that character apart and acknowledge that they are flawed, but they are. Yeah, and that's, but that's what makes these characters so exciting to be invested yeah. in. Right. That's what makes this show exciting to be invested in because these characters are so real. And that's like part of the magic of Amy and her entire team and their writing um, that they made these characters that are just so great. But I did not have an appreciation for Logan until I met Haley. Yeah, uh, I've only ever had an appreciation for Logan. Yeah, <laughs> too. yeah, and I did because <laughs> I have a love for Logan, despite being Team Jess, and like I will remain on Team Jess till the end of time. And Hunter, yeah. I cannot wait for you to continue to see <laughs> Jess's character grow throughout the show. Yeah, same. Right. Um, it is very, very beautiful, and I can't wait to talk about it next time you come on the pod. Once you have finished everything, because it's going to be all delicious. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category, including beauty, clothing, electronics, home, department stores, pets, and more. And as you all know, I love shopping through the Rakuten app. Every time I shop online, I always start there to see what the cashback deals are. It's incredibly user-friendly, membership is free, and it's easy to sign up. The best part is you can maximize your savings by stacking cashback on top of other deals because the app lets you know what the store sales and coupons are at your favorite places to shop. Speaking of favorite places to shop, I love shopping Anthropologies post-holiday sale where they put their clearance on clearance. This year, not only did I get savings on top of savings, but I also got cash back by shopping their sale through Rakuten. Cashback rates are changing daily, so make sure that you check their site or your app to snag the best deals. Start all of your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app like me to start your saving today. Your cashback really adds up. I don't know what it is, but cowboy boots are magic. Since they've arrived, I've worn my Tacovis boots almost every day. I have the Annie in Midnight. I know you have the Annie in Bone. I do. But they make me feel so powerful because, of course, it is my dream to be a cowgirl. Yes, I know this about you, but I also know <laughs> you've told me that you wear them while you write your book. I do. I wear them all the time because I also wear them when I get dressed up or when I'm sitting at my dress recording the podcast because they make me feel so bold and brave and like I can do anything no matter how I style them. Tacovis has carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality that you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service with boots for men and women handmade from the most premium leathers. And if you dream of being cowgirls like us or you're already Western to your core, Tacovis is the perfect brand to start with because they believe in Western for all. They don't only offer their handmade boots, but all sorts of head-to-toe Western staples. Perfect jeans to go with your boots, pearl snaps, bandanas, and cowboy hats. You name it and they'll get you out. Fitted. And if you can't make it into a store, Tacovis delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. So visit tacovis.com. That's T E C O V A S.com. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovis has said that they will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tacovis.com. Just use the code Gilmore at checkout. That's G I L M O R E. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast. So they're always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code Gilmore at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tecovis. Only at Tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. (laughs) 
I feel like a lot of the times, like, people really start to focus on the boyfriends. Like, I live and die for Logan. Tara loves Jess. But do you have any other characters that you've met that are just, like, your favorite up until this point that, like, I know you said you relate a lot to Lane, but I want to hear, like, any of the other characters that you've just, like, loved. Yeah, I mean, the most recent that comes to mind, I mean, literally last night I said to Maya, I love Kirk. I uh, think a hot take. I mean, I think yeah. that Kirk is just the funny. <laughs> he's like, so divisive. Yeah. He's so funny. I mean, he's obviously not likable, but he's just like, <laughs> he's so funny. He breaks, he, he provides this, as far as like a literary device goes, like he provides such a comic yeah. relief and such That's crucial true. moments. I mean, when, when uh, we watched the episode last night, well, obviously, like we said, where Luke and Laura like get back together and when he's eating the burnt pancakes and stuff, <laughs> and he's just saying all this stuff in the midst of, <laughs> of Luke's distress. Yeah. It's just, it's it's hilarious. When he's pressed up against the window. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whenever he shows up in a new Stars Hollow shop and he's working at the clerk for that, for the makeup store, for whatever it is, it just, it gets yeah. me. And so I really like Kirk. Um, who else do I like? You, you hate Taylor. Uh, I don't hate Taylor as much. I Recently, I, ever since like season, like he kind of got a little irrelevant after Was a while. it with the town yeah. selectman like, thing? Did yeah, it pull at yeah. your heartstrings when he was eating the whipped cream? No, it no, didn't for him. He I was like, care. as he should. And I felt bad. <laughs> Consequences. Oh my God. Yeah, that's, that's like, wow. okay. you, you reap what you sow there, Taylor. But uh, No, you're not wrong. Because the thing is, we did a whole town selectman episode for our um, for election day this last year. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Cool. That's great. What we started to learn is we had this conversation, Haley and I, was we were like, do we like Taylor? Yeah. <laughs> we were starting to like sympathize with him so much because we were like the way his brother treats him in the yeah. face off episode, the hockey mm-hmm. episode when his family comes to that town, his sad. big brother is like so yeah. mean to him. And I was like, he must've been bullied a lot as a kid. Yeah. And maybe that's why he's so <laughs> mean to has. everybody. Yeah. You know? And then I was like, am I going to cry right yeah. now? Yeah. We gave him this whole backstory that we were like, wow, now we're crying. <laughs> <laughs> when yeah. you really empathize with people, it makes you think. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, but I understand why people, I mean, he's, he's meant to be an antagonist. He's an yeah. antagonist in a cardigan. Yeah. The same cardigan, cardigan every time. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor's cardigan. <laughs> uh, I really like Emily. I think Emily's the best character on the show. I think Emily She's is the so best funny. character on the show. She has so many layers. She does. That woman is an onion. Oh, yeah. She has so much to her. She does hateable things. Oh, 100%. And she's meant to be an antagonist as well. And like a lot of people have written into us being like, you know, because Haley and I love her character. We love to peel away those layers Mm -hmm. of her. But they are like, she was a really, really hard mom to grow up with for Lorelai. And I'm like, no one's denying that. Like two things can be true at once. Exactly. She may have not known what she was doing as a parent and it might not have been the right path for her daughter. But like she is very nuanced and like she does do good like things with good intentions as well we always say that she's like the ultimate team lorelei wow that's That's, deep that takes it to a whole that's deep we feel like she's always on team lorelei and richard is always on team rory oh yeah yeah Yeah, you're so right there's a lot there my onion is for sure the way to go i just think that this show generally with characters like how emily is written and how i don't know the actress's name but she's brilliant she is a wonderful Kelly Bishop. actress. Uh, uh, I yeah. mean, she, I don't know if she's done anything else. I've ne- she's amazing. So with characters who are written like Emily and acted out like Bishop, it's just so nuanced. We, we like simple. We like putting people in boxes. We like seeing what we th- predict them to do. And then they do things that surprise you, but it's so nuanced. That it doesn't surprise you so much. You go, 
oh, like it, it, it clicks. And it, so the things that she does in being mm. ultimate team Lorelai, they make sense, but they still surprise you because yeah. it's like, that's what a person does. People are nuanced. Yeah. People aren't meant to be put in boxes. Yeah. You said that you loved Lane as well. You said that you related a lot to her. Yeah. Is that because of like maybe like a mom figure like Emily? We don't have to get too personal, but I know that you said that you liked her because I mentioned that because I also watched a TikTok where you said that you were disappointed in Rory because you felt very similar to Rory as well. That That's the crazy thing is I, I if you think about one character, you go, oh, I relate to her so much. Or I relate to him. So it's like yeah. you, re- you can relate to all these characters because they're yeah. so well developed. But yes, as far as my, my relation to – to Lane, the strict household, more potential than than you are allowed. Kind, not allowed, but kind of be put in this this box. Um, that I re- I relate to that a lot. I grew up in a very strict house. Mine and I weren't allowed to date uh, when we were in high school, and we did anyway. And um, oh, and so scandalous! We obviously, <laughs> we obviously got married. Um, and and so I that was a, a battle for a while with my parents. Uh, so Lane going through similar things, the floorboards. I mean, I didn't put stuff on my floorboards, but you, you know, had a secret phone in your pillow. I had a secret f- cell phone at one point. Yeah. I didn't have a cell phone until I was seventeen years old. So I, you know, I had <laughs> stuff like that in my childhood, and so that's why Lane. That's so Lane. And and so that that's relation there. Um, and you kind of – he was having some, like, visceral reactions with Lane. Like, when, when her mom would really come down on her, to he Miss would Kim, kind of yeah. be like, Like, he would just be so, like, frustrated and, like, sad. Yeah. Mrs. Kim really drives me crazy, but uh, – <laughs> Yeah, it's triggering yeah. for sure. I mean, Mrs. Kim is just, like – we we talked recently um, on our Patreon about uh, what happened in A Tisket, A Tasket and the Bit of Basket auction um, and how – Lane had hidden the relationship she had with Henry or the potential of a relationship with Henry, who in her parents' eyes is like the model man that they would want her to be with. And she still hid it from from Mrs. Kim, her parents, even though we never see Mr. Kim. Um, But it's one of those things where like she didn't even think to herself, like once she found out about Henry, Mrs. Kim didn't go, my daughter lied to me, even though like she didn't have to, this guy was perfect. And like, she still couldn't do enough self-reflection to not punish her daughter. I get it. Lane lied to her. I understand. But like, she didn't even have the wherewithal to like, take a step back and be like, why did my daughter lie to me? And it's just like, it's like that kind of stuff can be really triggering. Like as we are approaching the age that our parents were when, you know, they had us, it's kind of like you start to get really like introspective and you start to look at people that give you that reminder of the way that you might've been treated growing up. And it's like, whoa, I totally get that. I grew up in a strict household as well. I love that this show that is just a TV show. I mean, at the end of the day, it's entertainment on what it, where did it air on CW or yeah, or where did what, it air what? on? Do you guys know originally? WB that then turned into CW. You're gonna start to feel that tonal shift as you move through yeah. these last <laughs> the, few bu- the budget shifts. Yeah, but it, we're talking about this show, and when you really unpack these characters, and they're so nuanced, so well well written that that you can really like learn lessons from them. And you know, we we have this phrase right now that we feel like everyone around no one's doing the work. 
No one around us is doing the work on themselves. And this is a generalization. People are doing the work and that's not to discredit those people. But when we are so hyper-focused on like improving ourselves mentally and, and, and processing, like, why does Mrs. Kim trigger me? Why does like, what is that? Some people may not do the work and they may just think like, oh, like I'm just being entertained by the show. And Mrs. Kim is kind of mildly irritating. That's it. But like right now we're really focusing on like, why, why? Like, what is the the reason that that, that that makes me feel this way? And this TV show is helping us do that. Like, that is a crazy thing and such an awesome feat that these writers were able to help people like us. And you have this following of people who are listening to your show who feel the same way. And that's really cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love absolutely. that. I love that, especially because these characters would never. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like they're never as Mrs. introspective. Mrs. Kim is not doing the work. No, that's for sure. But she does have an arc, I feel like. I don't know if you guys agree. No, no, no. Lane and Mrs. Kim, their arc, their character arc together. And I know you're really kind of standing in the the midst of it where you are right now. But like, it's very good. It's it's one of the most, we did a mother-daughter episode last year around Mother's Mother's Day. Day. That's cute. Um, And we talked about mother-daughter relationships on this show. And that, we both agreed, was probably like the most beautiful Mm. arc of the show. Because of course, like this show is about mothers and daughters. Yeah. Yeah. That is nuanced in so many different relationships, not just Lorelai and Rory and not just Emily, but mm-hmm. like when you look at relationships like Lane has with her mom and then like that Lane has with Lorelai yeah. as a pseudo parent mm-hmm. because she's not getting what she needs from her own mother and she's not getting that freedom and that trust. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting to kind of unpack all of those different things. And I can't wait for you, Hunter, to see like what that really unfolds to be. Me either. I didn't know that. Yeah, I tried not to tell you, but it's yeah. coming. <laughs> no, that's great. Haley, you asked earlier about my um, relation to, to Rory. And I think it's funny because it's it's like Rory and Lane are, are contrasting in, in a lot of ways. Um, but I, I relate to Rory and, and the reason I get so disappointed in season five, she's actually very enjoyable. And my and I noticed that there's a shift where Lorelai kind of becomes more like irritable and Rory becomes like she recovers from season f- the debacle of season four. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but the reason that that season four and everything, all of Rory's mistakes bother me so much is because that type A achiever expectation fulfilling personality is is me. like that's what I that's what keeps me going and um, it causes me a lot of distress and so when someone who's like that makes such clearly the wrong choice and it probably is a lot of re- reflection onto me of like my lack of forgiveness towards myself when I make mistakes granted her mistake was pretty large and uh, I don't yeah. I don't <laughs> justify that that mistake um, but it irritated me so much because it's like here you are so concerned with doing the right thing and not like morally, but just like doing the thing that well, is- Well, her putting that last night we watched the episode where she goes with Logan to the breakfast room and she gets the cereal and she puts the dollar down. Yeah, yeah you're going to put a dollar like- down for your cocoa puffs, but you're going to sleep with someone else's husband? <laughs> Clip it. <laughs> no, but that's so true. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's the clip. <laughs> I love it. I'm obsessed with that. Wow. That's going on a t-shirt tomorrow. I love it. Um, <laughs> Speaking of t-shirts, Maya saw, she was wearing it. She was wearing a t-shirt the other day oh, yeah, that said like, reading is sexy. And I'm yeah, going to look for it. I'm I want to tell that you, t-shirt I'm gonna, so I'm bad. Find it. Okay, Have you guys okay. seen it anywhere? Guys, that is our most highly requested t-shirt like find. Merch? Oh my gosh. I really do want to find that shirt because so many people. It's so good. I would wear it all the time. It's so cute. Yeah. Cause we did another series like kind of corresponding with the Gilmore Girls stuff uh, of Maya reading, finishing her 2022 reading goal so I think it would be a fun crossover I know, yeah, to, it would. to cross it would those be, two together would be perfect. <laughs> I feel like me and you Maya team Logan reader girlies yeah you guys I, are very similar it's a thing it's a vibe I think it's the two I of think. us <laughs> 
Maya, what characters do you really res- like really mm-hmm. resonate with you? I think I relate right now probably like till season five. I feel like I almost relate to like Lorelai the most because I just think she's very what would you say? What would you say that is similar? I feel like I'm just kind of crazy a little bit mm-hmm. and just say things that like don't really make sense a lot. <laughs> well, I was going to ask you that because I saw a video where Hunter, you like Lorelai because she reminds you of Maya. So mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you guys about that. I feel like I am constantly making jokes that everyone around me is kind of like, but Will like, she just say that like that, like, it's kind of like, that was hilarious. <laughs> like, it's so shockingly or, or it's funny. Just, it's just over the head a little yeah. bit, you know, like or everyone's kind of like, like yeah. yeah, but I feel like I just kind of think it's funny to me. That's so me, like, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that, but I don't really relate to her. (laughs) I thought it was dumb last episode, two episodes ago. Tell me if I'm wrong. I did not like how she kind of like fell apart after Luke and like Rory had to take care of her. Like I felt like that was kind of problematic. Well, that that's that's more of her role as a mother though that you have a problem with, not necessarily her as as an individual. I mean, it's still it's the same thing, right? But But if she were to do that, I just felt like okay, Rory's still like what eighteen, nineteen, like like it's like. You guys did only date for like four months. Like I know it's hard, but like you kind of have to like save that for Suki, like another equal, you know, like like it just seemed like that role really shifted. And I feel like that's where a lot of Rory's like problems came from was that she kind of had to be like the responsible one all the time. I was just gonna say their dynamic as a as a mother daughter is is so challenging because we me coming from a strict household, Maya coming from a more lenient you know still structured home and everything, yeah. but more lenient parents. We struggle with okay, what's the right thing? You know, when we have kids one day, however many years down the line, what are we going to? Are you laughing at our dog right now? Oh my gosh, our dog is looking at us like, who are you talking to? Um, <laughs> We're talking, team we're talking about about parental dynamics and you're you're laughing hysterically. <laughs> and your child walks up. Our child. Yeah. He's like, when yeah. do we have a child? And he's like, what do you mean? What do you mean when you have a child? I'm right here. <laughs> I'm right here. Don't talk about this in front of me, guys. Come on. <laughs> when we have a child, what what kind of balance do we want to find between, you know, being like the friend? And being the the role model and being yeah. the structure and the rule setter because Rory and Lorelai are the are almost the fullest extent to the friendship side that you can have, um, and so that seems great to me coming from a strict fullest extent Lane and Mrs Kim household, but it's it, it's not necessarily all one hundred percent the right thing all the time, and that's what Maya sees in that in that scene. No, it's one extreme to the next. It's like the pendulum swings exactly. like between like you've got like Emily and Lorelai, Lane and Mrs. Kim on one side yep. and then you've got like Rory and Lorelai on the other side and where is the middle ground? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what we talk about a lot too is that like the problem with Lorelai always saying that like we're best friends first, mother, daughter second yeah. is that for her, she can be best friends 100% of the time. But the thing that Rory mm. cannot ever do to Lorelai is pull the mom card. So like there are these this like toxic friendship with like mm-hmm. one of them who has this strange authority that she like intermittently throws out when she's upset rather than when it like calls for it in the moment, like when it is actually needed. Oh, um, so... so like that's one of those moments <laughs> It's almost like you guys have thought about this before. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, was, we've we've thought about this a little bit. That's... That was crazy. That was awesome. <laughs> That's so true because yeah, continue. That's your such point. a good way to put it. No, but what you were talking about in say something is like what's so like 
amazing about that moment is like, I don't know how you guys feel about Max Medina, but it's like she moved on from that so fast. Yeah. She dated Luke for four months and fell, her whole life fell apart. Yeah. And the person who was like needed to be there to pick her back up was her daughter mm-hmm. because yeah. this is not a moment when she needed to play the mom card because she was yeah. her friend. Right. And I know where the best friend, first mother, daughter, second comes from because she didn't have that with her mom. Right. Yeah. But it's interesting because Lorelai was like super on her own and had to really emotionally pull herself through a lot of situations because of her relationship with her parents. Yeah. So it's interesting that she kind of puts that on her daughter in a very yeah. different way. Yeah. yeah. I, I do get you know? kind of fatigued and tired of the, the like, <laughs> Rory, it's my mother. She's manipulating you. Like that kind of trope of like, like we, I know get, better, we get it, of, like yeah. we get it. And, and that's not really related to what you were saying, but I think it kind of segues into just the way that like, you know, Lorelai is still processing and kind of not really doing the work of uh, like what she went through with her parents and, yeah, and how traumatic, it's such a repetitive you know? thing and it's not allowing, you know, she pulls that out when she wants to, but it's because it's for her. It's not for Rory. It's not to protect Rory mm. from Emily's yeah. manipulation. It's it's because of what she's uh, got buried inside. Yeah, one thousand percent. I think that that's the beauty of it is that it doesn't have to be. It goes back to this like yeah. hesitance to be like, am I team this or am I team that? Yeah, and you it's can like go back and yeah, forth. yeah. It's like you can be team. I want this person to do what I like. What is best for them? And they piss me off sometimes yeah. because they don't. <laughs> Absolutely. Though, going back to Luke and Lorelai and, like, Lorelai's boyfriends, I do want to know what you feel about Luke, given that, like, how you are feeling about the other men that we've talked about already. Yeah. Um, I've loved Luke from the second he was on screen. Oh, really? <laughs> his sir- <laughs> I think that his um- – now, granted, it's not me. I, I don't really. That's not the type of partner I am. But his kind of quiet observance of needs and fulfilling those needs. It's very it's very cliche masculinity, though. So I I, I think that it's kind of like men want to just <laughs> want to just like fix everything, <laughs> and hence that's like Luke's whole trope is him fixing all of Lorelai's problems. Yeah. Um, but. I do think there's sweetness in that. And I do think that the patience in waiting for the, for the right moment and, and, and the way that that he was willing to wait for Lorelai like that was sweet and it was fun to watch. Um, And then it all culminating in the end of season four, when they do kiss and they do the, the sit, well, you just sit still moment like that. That was really sweet to me. And so I I really like to see that. Um, Now, am I like Luke in that regard in any way? No, but I do. I did like watching it. Were there any of uh, Lorelai's other suitors so far that you're like you were into, you were rooting for, or were you always rooting for her to end up? Go ahead. What was, um, first of all, we both agreed that Max and Lorelai had like zero chemistry. Zero. We just did not. They said, um, uh, didn't you guys say in corresponding for this that Max Medina gives you a subtle ick? (laughs) I love that. That's so. We have a whole episode about it. We have an episode called. Ick Max instead of Keg Max is called Ick Max um, because <laughs> because we were like yeah right he yeah. just Ick and it's so funny because I didn't feel that way when I watched it as a kid like I was like oh Max Medina yeah, he's so he's nice kind. he's a teacher he's like very well rounded he's like kind and he's stable and then like watching it as an adult I was like something's oh, icky yeah yeah I don't know if I'm into this and Brett my partner was no. like this guy gives me the Ick he's kind of creepy in a way. It's a little creepy. A little creepy, yeah. Like he's that teacher that wants to befriend all of the students and there's just You're something right. really 
especially like now in modern society mm-hmm. that we like. It didn't age well. <laughs> it didn't, it didn't age well. But there is like something to it that I can't name. Like it's, it's yeah. just like more of like a vibe. Because he didn't do anything wrong. No, he didn't do anything wrong. But it was when we talked about how in Cinnamon's Wake, when he's asking Lorelai on the date and he's so yes. persistent, but he puts his hand on Very her familiar. shoulder. We're like, you're too, way too comfortable with this it. woman. You do not know her. You have met her once. And like, uh, actually twice. And like one of those times she was yelling at you and like, you're just like familiar with her and putting your hand on her shoulder. And, and like, it's that it's like being a little too comfy with someone too quick, mm-hmm. which there can be yeah. something comfortable about that. But then there's also an ick factor and Max Benita kind of gives us the ick factor. Haley, I feel like most of our followers already know that we don't really drink alcohol, but we do love a fun beverage. Oh, we do. Both of us think a fun beverage and a chill night is the epitome of a good time, especially when that drink is a recess mood, which is a delicious sparkling water infused with functional ingredients like mood lifting magnesium and stress balancing adaptogens. So you can relax without the alcohol. I drink mine every night while reading, of course. Tara, tell everyone how you enjoy yours. Honestly, I usually drink mine while we're recording the podcast. (laughs) It's my favorite way to enjoy a recess. And all of our besties can get 15% off the Recess Mood sampler pack at takearecess.com slash GTS. Recess Mood is made with real fruit and comes in four delicious flavors like strawberry rose and raspberry lemon. But my personal favorite is the grapefruit tangerine. And with only 20 calories and no added sugar, it's the perfect way to chill. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash GTS and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. I I do think that there's this consistent theme in any show, but in Gilmore Girls specifically, and I kind of touched on this earlier, and I want to go back to uh, other Lorelai partners in a minute. But I think that there's this interesting factor and when analyzing this stuff is the difference between the written character and the executed acted acted character. Mm, Dean is a prime example. And I think that uh, Max Medina is a good example. I don't know if these characters were written this way or meant to be uh, icky, but the way (laughs) that they were executed was Was a little little weird the way that dean dean was was, and the way that max was like i think that the characters the dialogue and their interaction was written naturally but it wasn't there's no chemistry between the the actors or that that wasn't directed well i'm not i don't know what it's like to be on camera so i don't know but i did have a theory that i think I feel like that's why Jess is so good is because like, like, cause I, I like Jess at first until I saw Logan, like yeah. Dean and her are just not, they don't hit, you <laughs> know, like it's There's not, nothing it's there. not good. There's nothing there. And then Jess comes in and they have so much chemistry <laughs> and they, I think they dated, right? Yeah. Milo and Alexis dated in real life. You can tell, you he can exuded. tell. They like, so they already had that. Um, but also, I mean, like Milo could have chemistry oh, with like this yeah. cat. <laughs> Absolutely, I would uh, believe it. Your, your, Jess, your team Jess is showing. So good. Uh, <laughs> but I, I think we had this outtake for one of our season four videos where I said, um, "Oh yeah," where I said that that Dean and uh, Rory's physical chemistry is 
horrendous. Yeah. It looks I like two dinosaurs, so like a T-Rex and like a, like a Tyrannosaur <laughs> or a, like a Stegosaur, like trying to like battle over a meal. Like it's, it's horrible. It's a lot of like, it's a lot of like, oh like you God, watch Dean's hands it and it's like, yeah, it's, like, it's, it's really so gross. weird. And so I think I that, have that to that turn just, away when they kiss. I can't watch it. <laughs> it's bad. It's so uncomfortable. And it's almost not that, not their fault it's just the chemistry between in that yeah. moment i mean wasn't didn't he go off yeah didn't dean's <laughs> actor go off and be on another show and he was people on love supernatural him? yeah and people, people love really him like him so that's no hate on that actor at all but no yeah. no jared is a great actor and i always issue that caveat because um i always say that i'm the anti-dean queen i have <laughs> just i i, I cannot i cannot stand him and i love jared as an actor but that's the thing is he brought us this character that I did not think about it until you said it, Hunter, that like probably wasn't meant to be yeah. that way in the way he was written, but was executed as just such a terrible yeah, terrible. Yeah. I do have a question about like the writing to the execution though, because while Dean does not have much chemistry with Rory, I totally agree that. Do you think that Dean has a little bit too much chemistry with Lorelai? I mean, the Absolutely. sexual tension between Dean and Lorelai in the first few and maybe that was a, uh, for lack right? of a better term, a kink to be ironed out in the in the first season. <laughs> but there, <laughs> sorry, uh, but there, there, it's weird, yeah. And I maybe that comes from this this yeah. thing of Lorelai, like we said, trying to be a friend, and then it's yeah. like in the concept of being a friend. It's but like here's you're my also... question: Why did she only like Dean? Yeah. Why didn't she like anyone else? Like she was always like hating on her boyfriends except Dean. And Dean sucked. The Dean worst. Sucked. <laughs> but I do think that there's something to be said about like Lorelai seeing a lot of herself reflected in Jess. And then the rich element for Logan, she doesn't like rich people. So that's yeah. kind of the write-off yeah. there. Yeah. So I get it, you know. Oh, and, yeah. And Dean, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I do think that that relationship is weird, but luckily they strayed away from it enough to where it's kind of just a side point and not really like a, wait, there's actually yeah. something there. <laughs> it's like, it's <laughs> so- it's so accidental that sometimes there's some scenes where I'm like, I should have redone that because yeah. that didn't was a kiss. That was weird. Should have. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It kind of comes from Dean's like whole like, oh, you know, like I'm just like here and I'm around and like and and Lorelai's. Yeah, it's it just it's weird, but um, yeah, Lorelai's suitors. We Maya Maya said something that I love. Justice for Jason was a phrase that Maya coined from to me. I don't know if any where she got that from. Or yeah, made I might have taken it from somewhere. But Jason, <laughs> we we did like Jason, and we, we thought yeah. Jason was pretty good for. for for Lorelai. Yeah. Um, and then the way it ended was warranted, was f- totally warranted, but it was a little out of, it was a little out I of character. So I think it was obviously a desperation with the context of what went down with her parents, but yeah. the way they kind of just got rid of him to make room for Luke was a yeah. little sudden. Yeah. I, and I mean, I think that that was the point was that like, you know, Luke was with Nicole and Lorelai was with Jason because it was a mechanism of keeping Luke and Lorelai apart longer. You know, it keeps us invested because we're we want them to be together, right? Really good. But like, yeah, yeah, they kind of picked this guy who was like really good for her outside of like having Luke waiting in the wings, and so it. Did. it I I wish that it had been drawn out a little more, honestly, because it did feel kind of sudden, right? Like they get together and then all of a sudden it was just like, oh, nope. Yeah. yeah, and it was kind of like not a reason that had to deal with them, you know, like the whole like lawsuit thing. I was kind of like, well, that's kind of not really about you two. Like, I get that it definitely draws a little bit of, you know, emotion, but 
it wasn't like anything went wrong between them. Yeah, so. and you kind of don't like your parents that much. I know there's like problems, <laughs> yeah. but like you kind of like not saying you'd be okay with your boyfriend suing your parents, but but like you know, you, you know, pick one. But like maybe a little bit, maybe a yeah. little. <laughs> they kind of ruined his life. Yeah, and then and then Richard showed his cards. I mean, he went he went off with yeah. his dad and made a deal, and it's business is business. And, and she wasn't mad at him. It wasn't that, mad at him. So, so you know, I was totally. weird. Yeah. How do y'all feel about Christopher and Lorelai? Well, we just watched the, the wedding yeah. vows. So Christopher's a little... He's on the uh, outs. I, I think I just said this the other night to my... And I'm sorry, I'm doing a lot of the talking, but I no, know but, it's my No, but this is new for you. This, so it's, we, I have a lot of I new have opinions. a lot of long thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't do anything wrong because they gave the context necessary for this type of character development to take place, but we didn't see it. So it's a little sudden in my mind. And that Christopher was not this deadbeat dad the whole time, in my opinion. He was kind of like... He loved her. He was immature mm. for sure. He loved um, Rory and he wanted to be there. He had some stuff to get through. But then for him to kind of break down and be like this pitiful drunk character that goes and makes this scene at a wedding, to me, he seemed more um, structured and uh, like he's someone who wouldn't do that. Now, I know his wife or girl, are they married? Uh, I think they, uh, Nic- did well, they ever get married? We think they got married. Yeah, I think they mentioned sometime later in the series that he and Sherry got married, but we're they're, not sure. They're married or together, but she leaves him. She's desperate with this kid. His dad just died. Understand the context is there for a breakdown. But, but for us not it. to see it and then have Christopher come in and be like, ah. Emily told me, ah, like, Rory, like it's just, yeah. it, was, it was weird. Yeah. It was like Emily comes to his apartment. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, there's just like this complete change in his character. Like he was happy for Lorelai being with Luke. He just wanted a friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was like really trying to kind of like back off from her because yeah. Rory asked him yeah. to. Like, and then out of nowhere, he's just like, well, Emily gave me permission. And so here <laughs> yeah. I come. Like, it just made no sense. Every, I felt like him and Luke were both taking way too much stock in what Emily was saying. Yeah. Like, I was kind of like, why do you guys care? Every like, word out of this girl's mouth is my mother's crazy. Don't believe a word yeah. she right? says. And then the moment she says something yeah. crazy, they're like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> it made kind of no sense. I realized that they needed to have kind of this blow up. And I recognize that, like, from a story perspective, you know, watching Luke and Lorelai break up when that happens always pulls in my heartstrings. Even though I know that they're going to get back together, I'm always like, it's, like, painful to watch those few episodes in between because it's like, ugh. But um, they needed that to kind of, like, blow things up, shake things up a little bit. They do. They they embody the high school sweetheart history that we had a kid to get. Like, they they embody that really well. Yeah. I've watched a few of your videos and – some of the stuff that you've told us of like some spicy takes that you have. Mm-hmm. Well, cause we know of course that you love Dave Rogowski, but you said something about Jess. I forget what the exact word was that he was. Toxicity oh, yeah, city. Yeah. Toxicity <laughs> city. I, I thank you for bringing this up. Cause when we were talking earlier about, I loved your context, Tara, about, um, about, you know, your understanding and when you first met Jess and how that kind of affinity grew to, and I haven't seen his, his, full um, storyline yet. And it goes back kind of to what I was saying about like my type A personality. I, I recognize that not everyone is a, I'm going to go, I mean, I'm going to go out and I'm going to buy her flowers and put rose petals down and do all this like super, like the check all the boxes and do all the stuff. I understand that there are laid back guys. Does he do that, Maya? He does do that. So (laughs) (laughs) there are, and I, I, of course, don't mean to choose like the most cliche, like romantic things, but like no, but going like above and beyond service, acts of know? service. I understand there are like different personality types yeah. that um, Jess embodies, but Jess embodies the most immature version of that. Yeah. 
he doesn't know what he wants. He's just flying by the seat of his pants. And who cares about everybody else? Who cares about who I heard along the way? And to me, that's reckless. And that's that's emotionally negligent to people that you claim to care about. Totally. He's a tornado. When your chill guy laid backness turns into I'm going to turn into a tornado and, and ruin people's lives and hurt their feelings drastically. That's not so chill. Anymore. That's not so chill. It, it, it's the impetus of what you're of what you claim to be. So and yeah. again, watching that as an adult and like seeing how people's actions, even when they're young and they don't know what they're doing, can like have really deep impacts on on the people that they harm is is really important to recognize. And that's why I always say like on some of my TikToks and, and on, on the pod, I'm like, Team yeah. Jess, yeah. guys, it's okay to love him. But like you're embarrassing us by saying he was a good boyfriend. Yeah. That's yeah. totally, yeah. totally. I say all the time that he's romanticized. He was so romanticized. And that was one of our first episodes on the podcast was how deeply Jess Mariano has been romanticized. People get mad about that when you point that out to they them. They do. They get offended. Yeah. And Mariano, I've never yeah, yeah. heard his last name on the show. <laughs> yeah. 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 One of the questions that we want to ask the writers if they ever come on the pod is if Jess's character at the end of season three, because it just obviously, as you know, got so bad, yeah. if that character was kind of taken in that direction because they had a spinoff planned for Jess yes. Mariano's character yes. that they shot. And here comes the son when he goes to California is that episode they like took some of the footage from that to uh, put in Gilmore Girls and it didn't get picked up. And I would love to ask them, like, was that always your plan for his character? Yeah. Or did you make him like he was already obviously like like the the self destruction was brewing, right? yeah. But like yeah. it really out of nowhere rears its ugly head in Keg Max, I think, and beyond. Yeah. And they go to Kyle's party, and the whole thing happens. Like that's where it just starts to take a big turn. Mm -hmm. And I would love to know, like, if that was always the plan. Yeah. Or if like they did this to cater to the spinoff that didn't end up happening. Like he just kind of like destroyed everything in his path and ran away. Yeah, it was he it did was weird. Like he kept showing up, and Hunter was like, "Why is he still here?" Like, yeah, because doesn't he show up in season four more? He shows and up like, in season like, four, like every four episodes like, what are you or doing something, here like still? just for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> and I know there was maybe closure yeah. with Lori yeah, because they, they didn't tie those end, those loose ends, but it's like, yeah, the, the spinoff thing. I was aware of that when Maya told me like they're gonna this episode. When here comes the sun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we we kind of fast forwarded because it was just like, what's going on here? Like I don't really yeah. care. Right. Yeah. I never watched that episode. Yeah. Admittedly, I, yeah. like after Keg once Keg Max comes on, I stop watching season three and I just like go to season four. I'm like, okay, Rory's going to college. Like, yeah. I just, yeah. Because it just takes such a weird turn for his storyline. Yeah. And it's sad. It's really sad to watch. It it's is. disappointing. And that's when I become Tyra Banks. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. How did you feel when you got to the end of season four and just like showed up at her dorm room after like the last time we really saw him he was like I love you and then now he's in her dorm room yelling at her to run away with him um I felt like that was um a trope and not really um developed I feel like run away with bad boy saying run away with me like it's not really and then her <laughs> and it was also a trope for Dean yeah. to be like oh I know, yeah, even though he like, was married. Like, like, it's just like, it was It was a weird like, scene Like, Dean, you have a wife. Get home to your wife. A yeah. whole wife. And he's, like, mad that Rory's yeah. with Jess. I'm like, you have a whole-ass wife, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. what is a happening? A whole-ass wife. Not be mad yeah. right now. Who's, yeah. like, great. She's just 
you know, she's just making gummy bear brownies. Like justice for Dave. No, no, no. Justice for Lane. Justice for Lindsay. Justice for Jason. We're just yeah. going to put them in a group. We'll put it. Yeah. The all Justice them Coalition. Yeah. We're going gr- <laughs> to start a, a pop band. Yeah. <laughs> to that point, though, something that I wonder for you, Hunter, is like as you're going through this and I know that you haven't seen much beyond the middle of season five. Is there anyone who like at the beginning that you like loved them so much and like you were just like so disappointed? I know Rory and her mm-hmm. um, little mishap um, with yeah, Deanie, Did baby. you have a Tyra Banks moment? Like were you like we were rooting for you. We we're all rooting for you with any of these characters. Or even with like maybe the writers, you were like, that's not where mm-hmm. that should have gone. So this is a half answer to your question because it's not as like hit on the point. But I think the separation with um, Richard and Emily struck me strangely Mm. um, because I think that um, their relationship, although elitist and and crazy (laughs) and and all the things that come with being, it was very strong and a a focal point for a lot of the other plot lines. So for, for them to instill doubt in that relationship, that really struck me. And makes me doubt where they're going to go from here. And are they just going to pick up from as normal? And now they're going to be stronger because of the adversity, but like a separation where he's living in the pool house for, you know, months on end. I mean, it, it didn't, I didn't like that. I mean, Maya's, um, I get on my phone on me, but Maya's profile picture on my phone, there's the picture of of the actor and actress <laughs> sitting on the lot in their like lawn chairs, like with, with sunglasses, sunglasses on. Yeah. Oh, love that picture. <laughs> so Maya's, Maya's picture in my phone is that, is that, and I'm the Richard picture. And it's the funniest thing ever because it, their relationship before it embodied, despite their flaws and the fact that they're so ridiculous sometimes, they loved each other with longevity and with understanding of who they, they seem are like they seem like partners and so for that to just mm. kind of be like for just sure. kidding that, yeah. that that struck me they, wrong they did build up to it i will say like that whole season i feel like they were like you know they were dropping hints yeah. they were laying the groundwork i just but, didn't like it but i didn't like it yeah, yeah. Didn't like it. <laughs> and it kind of like started a little bit in season two with everything yeah. with him retiring and not telling her he was like yes. curmudgeon-y before that mm. and like yes. they were having a lot of conflict when they're yelling at each other at Rory's cotillion, like it's like, true. yeah, you're it's right. True. Maybe we're it's romanticizing true. Emily. I'm, maybe, and maybe. <laughs> I have to know Sparkly Heart that, like, that's what we say when we disagree to like kindly say that like I disagree with that because I loved when Emily and Richard broke up. I think Ooh. it was going back to what I was talking about, like Emily being Team Lorelai. I loved yeah. that, like the like final like breaking point for them was when he like ruined Jason's company Jason. and like was pushing Lorelai further and further away that I like I but to be fair I love when all the conflict happens I love yeah when- <laughs> Haley's a conflict girl yeah I'm like all of oh, like the, the worst episodes are like very famously my favorite ones favorite. she'll like watch an argument scene to like hype her up for the podcast I she'll do. be like I have to watch people yelling at each other on the show to get in the mood I was just thinking this last night about the brilliance of this type of writing where the melancholy status quo of the show where the worst conflict is the dragonfly being out of coffee. And then, and then all of a sudden in, in a two minute scene, Laura or Emily walks into the diner and says, Luke, I don't like you, but you should go back to Laura. Like the, the, the stark Mm. contrast between those, between the foo-foo, everything's all great. And this is some intense emotional conflict is, is really riveting television. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, No, for sure. That's why we really loves it. She loves that conflict. (laughs) That's why I've been talking about it for so long, just because, like, oh, I love it. I live for the drama. There's one episode in particular that you haven't gotten to that is 
my absolute favorite. And like everyone's yelling the whole time. <laughs> it's actually the season yeah. finale of season six. Okay. Oh my gosh, that one's so good. That one is Ooh, so yeah. good. Okay. I love that okay. one. All right. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Well, you know what? To that end, Hunter, I'd love to hear what some of your predictions are. Oh, yes. Yeah. We wanted to see predictions for when you come back. And we can tell you if you were wrong. Predictions. Let's see. Um, <laughs> let's see. I'm going to ass- I'm going to predict overall that Lorelai and Luke will end up together, um, in some like whether or not they break up again or something happens um, that they will end up together. I feel like if they don't, then that would be a weird way to end the the way that they said it from the beginning. I mean, Luke and Lorelai from the beginning were supposed to be together from the way they presented it. Um, do I have any other what ones? About like Rory, anything with Rory? Rory, I mean, I I have to assume she doesn't end up with Logan because Jess comes back, and I know that based on spoiling spoiling comments and people saying just wait when he gets back, and I'm like, oh okay, well Jess is coming. Oh, back. Oh, that was the other thing I was going to ask you is like big spoilers. Like, is there anything that you know that's coming up because of your um over eager followers, if you will? No, I I've avoided comments on those videos. Just coming back is really just just coming back. And that's like, okay, just comes back. But I must assume that. And if, and if Rory ended up with, this is context clue. So if Rory ended up with Logan, I would have a hard time believing there'd be such a, such a disconnect between people who are team, whatever, but maybe that's just how it Mm -hmm. is with a girl dating multiple people on a show. Um, Let's see. Yeah. I'm going to predict that. What else can I predict? What other aspects maybe of Lane? the show involve? Yeah, maybe Lane. Oh. That's a good one. Yeah, where do you think Lane's going to go? <laughs> I have the utmost confidence that you will not get this one right. <laughs> well, don't say that because then I'm going to. No, even me saying and that's that. That's not because you're not smart, Hunter. <laughs> it's just because. I, so I think funny. logic and, and, and reasonable character arc says that Lane goes off and and is like a successful maybe not like successful as in like on the big stage but like is a in a rock band and she like moves out of stars hollow and says like goodbye to mrs kim and says and then they they have like a resolution where it's like agree to disagree go be your own person like that that kind of seems Mm -hmm. like it would be Mm -hmm. and not with what's this guy's name i don't even know his name zach zach not with zach (laughs) because zach is um but yeah yeah well yeah, we don't. Yeah, that was lazy like to have her date Zach right after Dave Rogowski. Yeah. Come on. How are we supposed to accept the him? The bar yeah. was so high. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Um, any other predictions? I think that as far as Lorelai with um, her parents, I, I would hope to see some sort of conversation about, like, a, a, a you know, because they've been living in ignorance kind of this whole time. Like, I, it seems like before the show began in season one that Lorelai kind of had not a complete ghosting of her parents, but like a only Christmas and Thanksgiving, yeah. really cold, distant relationship. And then because she needed the money, they started having Friday night dinners. And and now they're kind of living in this like, we don't really like each other, but we're going to pretend to be a family. And even though deep down you can tell there's a lot of un like like we said, Emily's team Lorelai ultimately and, and Lorelai does want that fulfillment from her parents i would like to see and i will predict that there will be some sort of vulnerable conversation with emily and lorelei and hopefully richard too um about you know unpacking to be a more fruitful relationship in the future i like that one 
no comment, but I like that one. Right. <laughs> I know we're all like, mm, yeah, that's not going to happen. We're all, we're all just like, mm, no, no one's doing I, I doesn't mean doesn't no, mean either no, way. No. We didn't say it doesn't. Just happen. don't want to feed into anything because I'm I'm looking towards things that I do know, and I'm trying to maybe like lead you into a path that could occur. Um, so I'm trying mm. really hard not to like give anything that's like a spoiler. So I'm just like okay. in that, just like not saying anything at all. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate I that. I am. I am excited for him to see the end of season five. Me too. I'll say that. Oh gosh. <laughs> Sam. It's going to be a good one. Sam. You guys kind of asked each other, is there anything that we disagree on? And something that you, I think I heard you bring up was Marty. We have not talked about. Marty. How do you feel about Marty? Obviously, I know, you know, the whole thing. So I'm a little bit biased, I think. But I just think he's so like, he's the nice guy where like, you know, he's so nice to her. So Mm -hmm. she should just be in love with him, you know, like. Like, that's kind of what he gives. And, like, like he's mad at her that he, she's not into him. And it's like, why can't you just be friends with her? You know, like, you can have a female friend. Thank you. That is valid. And that is a, that is kind of in the vein of coming from a female perspective, totally, of being like, <laughs> if I have any sort of relationship with a guy and if I am, am, am nice to him at all, that there's now this expectation that there's go- something's going to yeah. evolve from this. Now, I do agree with that. However, Rory is a little bit of a flirt. I mean, she's got her legs across and when they're watching movies, there's, the there's a little bit of a lean up. Yeah, there, there's certain Thank aspects. You. I brought that up on TikTok and people were like, ugh, I put my my legs over my guy friends like all the time. Like that's not flirting. And I, I was can like, guarantee what those guy friends are feeling, sister. Yes, yeah. exactly. No, I'm with you. I do think that there was a little bit of lead on from Rory. A little bit, not a lot, a little. And there's there's a point to what Maya is saying, but I do think that Rory, I th- I do think that Rory let him on a little bit. But you did, you felt pretty bad for him at at the episode where I'm trying to think of what it is. They go to the Chinese. Well, that was sad. I mean, the Chinese restaurant was sad. The Chinese food. Yeah. 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 That was sad. But you were like, oh, like, oh no, it was when he tells his feelings for her. And she's like, I like Logan. Oh, that's hard though. I didn't feel bad. I didn't feel bad. Isn't that the episode though? They go out for like sushi with Mm -hmm. Logan and then he doesn't have enough money. Yeah. I kind of felt like Rory was being a jerk and that wasn't, I didn't really feel bad for him other than Rory was like, hey, come along with my boyfriend on our movie night that we planned. And then also, like, yeah. you don't have the money for this exactly. restaurant. Oh, you can pay him back. Like, there's kind of like, well, yeah, like, have no, some common right. sense here. Yeah. One of the most savage lines that's ever been delivered on this show is Marty saying, I like you, Rory. And her response being, I like Logan. <laughs> like. <laughs> the way she didn't skip a beat. <laughs> not Didn't miss a moment. I like. Logan. She said, did I stutter? If I was Marty, I would walk away and never talk to her ever again. (laughs) Like, yeah, genuinely. Like, he never stood a chance, but like, God, Rory, that was an inside thought. That's when you say like, thank you so much. I value you as a person. Do you watch Duck Soup? (laughs) Oh my gosh. I like Logan. She didn't even have to bring that into it. Like... I just, I think I was so on edge for what her response would be. Yeah, yeah. We're good friends. That's it. Yeah. That goes into, I actually am curious. You guys have such an encyclopedia, like, knowledge of, of, like, the the show. So I'm curious, can we talk for a a second about some of the best? No, it's great. Uh, Because it it makes me forget, like, I forget about, I've only watched it once, and, like, I forget about some of these classic lines. Sure, yeah. 
And with how well the dialogue is written, I think these one-liners that the show ha- pumps out oh are gosh, hysterical. Yeah. One of the most recent ones that we really liked Amazing. was um, was Paris saying he's a he's a brilliant man, Rory. He, I didn't he didn't die by my vagina or something like that. Like that was one of the funniest. <laughs> taken down. This man wasn't it, like, taken down by my vagina. <laughs> oh my gosh! Paris has some of the best so one-liners. Emily has funny. some of the best one-liners. Can we like have a general discussion? Like, I love um, at the end. Is it at the beginning of season five or the end of four? I think it's in season five, episode one, when um, they're debating about like Emily's going to Europe. Oh yeah, and she's climbing out the window. She's gonna have two glasses of wine every day at lunch. Yes. It says yeah, yeah. only prostitutes have two glasses of wine at lunch. She yeah. says, "Buy me a boa and send me to Reno because I'm open for business." <laughs> yeah. So good. So funny. It's so funny. <laughs> And you said Terrence. I loved when Terrence goes, oh, please. He was half dead when you met him. I always forget about Terrence, the life coach. I always forget about him. (laughs) He's my favorite character. Uh, Wow. We always forget about Terrence, Haley. I know. He's probably, I think he's gone now. Is he gone for good? I don't know. I don't think he's yeah. back. Oh, he made two appearances. Yeah, that's he's still my favorite. Oh, that's great. Does he come back? I think he comes back in dialogue. I don't think that he ever okay, gets yeah. come like comes back as a character, but I think he's referenced. What did he say to Rory? He when said, Sweetie, that having... was a little passive aggressive. You sh- we should have a chat later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just all one-liners all day. It's, it's great. So Him, and funny. you know who else gives us some really, really good one-liners is Michelle. Yes. Yes. yes, that's true. Yeah, and he his I, I hate to say it, but his one liners are clouded by his accent because you're just like, wait, what did he just He's say? So and then French. you're like, oh my gosh, that was so funny. Like, yeah. it's kind of like you have to process it longer. Yeah, it's a processing one. Yeah, you like kind of don't laugh until like two lines later. You're like, yeah. you're like oh, that was yeah, funny. That was, that was so funny what he just said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like totally. he has a lot of good ones in like early season one, like when the woman comes to the inn and asks him where she can find the best antiques, and he says, "Probably at your house." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Or um, so our personal favorite is in um Cinnamon's Wake when they're throwing obviously the wake for Cinnamon, and there's the man in the overalls when Michelle walks in, and he walks in and he goes, "Yoo-hoo, hee-haw, man!" <laughs> <laughs> Die. That's what I love. Face. The hee haw man. We totally like, like just sped past that one too. I we feel did. like we didn't even. I didn't even know that's what he was saying. And now that you say that, yeah, yeah, he's good. <laughs> he's a good character. It wasn't until like. like like later on in like all of my rewatches because I think that's another thing about like watching it because like I started watching it in like 2004 so like me being like a young girl watching all these things and hearing these jokes right over my head but going back it's like rewatching Spongebob and hearing the inappropriate jokes and being like what did they say absolutely we've referenced Spongebob so many times yes because it's so true yeah we were kids and we were just like oh that's so funny you don't know what you're talking about yeah (laughs) There's one Emily one that I want to quote, but I won't because it's in season six. So okay, I will. thank you. Yeah. Jot that on the next time list. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I will say that um one of the reasons that I love Logan so much is because he has so many like like romance hero lines that I love. Yeah. That like when mm. he gives that speech before they jump off the scaffolding, like I that I know every single line of that because like it's your choice, Ace. Like that kills like mm. crying every time. It was so good. <laughs> 
it's yeah. he has so many good little like speeches. I love it. Yeah, and I don't know his his downfall, but he's seen he's just so sweet. Like he just he's yeah. yes, he's rich and snobby, but he like when he cares, he like he cares. And yeah, that's why I like him so much. Yeah. I feel like he's the first boyfriend to like really show up for her like in a way that yes. she deserved. Yeah. As you move through this show and you watch Rory's relationships unfold with different guys, yeah. of course her relationship with Logan is going to be a lot different than her relationship with yeah. Jess than her relationship with Because he's the best. She said that he was the best boyfriend. I have said I it, have it that I think that Logan recording. treated Rory the best <laughs> of the, the suitors. You're like, I play it all the time. Yeah, she plays it on repeat. This is That's how she falls asleep. <laughs> that's- yeah, that's good. In order for there to be any valid argument for like the boyfriends, you have to, you have to take into account context and the, and the best case scenario for each yeah. person. You, you can't, you can't say like, as hard as I am on Dean, it's like, you have to take into account like his best qualities and, and if you, the context of when they met and, and when they dated. So you, you can't compare Dean to Logan. Like, no. Yeah. Absolutely. And I know people do. We do. Yeah. Which, you know, of course, but, but I'm also like the actor's 20, even though that's like not how that works. But <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Logan and Rory's relationship, which you don't really know this totally yet. Yeah. I feel like they're like the most realistic relationship kind of to life, you know what I mean? Exactly. Where like, it's just like, oh yeah, he makes mistakes. But like, when you look at like a real life relationship, like people are making mistakes and like, you have to kind of work past that. And then you make mistakes. And you know, it felt like they were both like making mistakes that weren't like so groundbreaking, you know, mm-hmm. except like, I don't know, we won't talk about it, but that one thing, yeah. like, I didn't, I didn't. Yeah, we will. We'll, we'll talk about that, <laughs> we'll talk about next, that time. next time. <laughs> Hunter rolling his eyes. <laughs> Well, do you guys want to get into some of the questions that your followers yeah, have? Yeah. We know that they know you yeah. and your journey best. Yeah. So we wanted to see what they wanted to know from yeah. you. Yeah. So we submitted a Q&A and like thing on our Instagram story. Um, and we picked, I think, five or six of the, our favorites. Or yeah. Maya picked Technically, them. we already did one. One was someone wanted to know what your season four Marty impressions were. You mm. could just say your first impression of Marty. Generalized Marty impressions are that he is, of course, he's the classic friend zone guy. I mean, they had to, they had to put the friend zone in, in there because Rory is so sought after by all these guys and then of course she's going to friend zone someone so he he's perfect for that yeah, he's right. this nice guy <laughs> he has an embarrassing moment when they meet he's naked drunk on the floor on the first day of freshman year like yeah. I empathize with him but yeah. also it's like you know I mean girls don't always like you and that's okay like you know it suck it up one of our first videos people are like you know justice for Marty like all this stuff and it's like yeah it's sad but that's life I mean you get friends and they weren't compatible no They weren't. That would have been so boring. Well, that's what I was going to say is like, I kind of wish, and I've said this on the pod before, is that I feel like it would have been really refreshing to see Rory have a guy friend that wasn't immediately in love with her, didn't fall in love with her. It was like this girl constantly had people just like they'd meet her and they were so taken by her. And we talk about that a lot on the pod that it's like- she reads, can't resist it. Yeah, she's not like (laughs) a girl. God, she's so great. Uh, Why can't we just like have some normalcy? Like let's bring- Let's like bring these guys down to earth and like have a friend. Yeah. Somebody who's just interested in being friends with her and not interested in more. And I wish we could have gotten that for Marty, but I get why we didn't. Yeah, Yeah, totally. So the next one is what was the biggest surprise, good or bad, from season one to now? But aside from production wise that Dave just disappeared because that's not really (laughs) in the story. Um, Because that was shocking. I mean, I was just shocked. Um, I... So funny story, this is not really, it's also not a really good answer as far as plot goes, but funny story is that Maya played a little joke on me in between season two and season three, right? Season two and season three or season four? I don't four, remember. I don't remember this. Where she told me 
that Par- that like Paris wasn't oh, coming yeah. back. Oh. And so I was like, oh, Paris is just a high school friend. She's going to go to Princeton or something and then they won't be together. And then she walks in the dorm and I was the, 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 oh, wait, yeah. the joyful laughter that I had when she walked in the door because I loved her so much. Because I was already expecting, oh, Paris is gone. Um, and then she walked in and I was just like, yes, like it was so good. I kept making, so. I kept like planting comments. Like, it's so sad that like, they're not going to be friends anymore because she goes. <laughs> so that was Maya. Oh my God. Brilliant. Diabolical. I knew he would just be so happy. So my love that. for Paris is stronger because of that adversity. Wow. I love that you did that because I ask Haley all the time. I'm like, Hey, do you remember how you felt when you saw Paris walk through the door? Yes. She started watching in season five when she so started. Okay, so she already knew. Yeah, and but like I will never forget that feeling of just being like, oh my god, she's oh my god, PG is Paris Geller. (laughs) Yeah, it's so exciting to see. I'm so glad they brought her back. Yeah, she's 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 awesome. She's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Do you find Luke to be a good boyfriend? I think that he, obviously, from what I've seen so far, is. He was a good. Uh, what do you call like a a, a pre boyfriend, like a, a pining after a somebody? Suitor. He, he, a suitor. He was. A, he's a yeah, great yeah, suitor. I, I like I said earlier. He. I commend him for his patience, for his willingness to say this is okay. Mm. That this is not happening right now. The story about keeping the the um, horoscope and everything like that. That's that's wonderful. Um, what I've seen as a boyfriend so far, especially with the with the breakup and all of that, a little immature. And a little contrasting to if you're going to be mm. so patient and understanding as a suitor, and then you have the, not to say prize, but you've achieved what, what yeah. you were waiting so patiently for, and then you, you become possessive and, and immature over, over a, a misunderstanding. And the lies, yeah. Lorelai did lie to him, mm. and that's important to, to understand, but it, it was a little mature and a little different. So n- not great boyfriends. Yeah, so and far. it's almost like he acted like he had never known this before. Yeah. Like as if you have not been watching this woman for the last exactly. several years, knowing the nuances of her life, her relationship with her parents, her relationship with Christopher. Yeah. Like, are you are you new? Like, did you just get here? <laughs> like, yeah. Where have you been? <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. We kept Hi, joking. I'm Lorelai. Yeah. yeah. We kept joking. We were like, this isn't very all in of you. Yeah. Like, you all said in. you were all in. This is not all in. Yeah, yeah. He said that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hold on to that. Hold that in your <laughs> heart. That. I want to come okay. back to that. Okay. Yes, Fine. yes. That's a good idea. Okay, Hunter, do you think Lorelai and Rory have a healthy mother-daughter relationship? We did touch on this, we but, on but I will say mm. um, that I, I, I think that it is better to be on the full friendship side than the full um, authoritarian side. If we're going to talk about the spectrum and mm. the extremes, I think it is better when you have a teenage daughter yeah. or son to allow them to be um, be more themselves and explore their themselves and their, their life um, than it is to cramp down like yeah. Mrs. Kim. Especially but, after like 14, you know, like I feel like but if, if this is years. Yeah. If this is a, the spectrum and this is the the Lorelai and Rory and this is the Mrs. Kim, I'd say somewhere like in the middle between the middle yeah. and, and where they are. Like you need to be – and it needs to gradually move towards that yeah. friendship when you, when they become a full-on adult with their own life. But but you need to provide enough stability for them when they're a 16-year-old dating their first boyfriend and when they need, they need some authority. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. So the last one is you can maybe you can answer for me and I can answer for you. Okay. Who's the most Hunter and who's the most Maya? 
Ooh, I love that question. Uh, Lorelai is the is the most Maya because of the sense of humor and because of the um these the kind of like the way that Lauren Graham plays Lorelai without being like a just a total because she's not a ditz. Like she's not, and I don't know if that's a, is that an offensive term? A ditz. She's not. No. Yeah. <laughs> like she's not. Like she she comes she's across sporadic, as eccentric, like, but yeah. but groundedly eccentric. And I think that Maya is not as eccentric as Lorelai in her day to day life. But when it when you know the real Maya and you know how she is behind closed doors, she she just stuff is in this brain of hers that's just will surprise you and make you laugh and and um make you go who like what's going on and it's also <laughs> it's also like so admirable because she's smart and someone that you want to have a relationship with and i think that lauren graham plays that lorelei very well and hence why all these guys want to want to date her i'm like actually crying I, right now <laughs> when you talk about maya just like makes me want to cry like, oh really same like what i've had this nine is, years to think this about is it just our life where i'm just crying constantly oh, but i love you guys you i love your relationship i'm just like oh it just makes me so happy when you said lorelei it was like wrong she's dave Rogowski. i literally <laughs> yeah. the two best yeah. the two best i could want to be compared to uh, yeah. while you were saying that i kind of started to like do some deep dive and I was like, oh my gosh, maybe I don't like some of Lorelai's faults because I see them within myself. People have said that a lot about Rory. They're oh. like, maybe I don't like Rory because I see a lot of her flaws within myself. Yeah. That is so interesting. And yeah. Haley, I just processed what you said about the no Dave Rogowski thing. I didn't know what you meant. And now I know what you mean. M- Maya is my Dave in this in the external sense, in that what she prov- the role she provided in my life. Whereas as a personality, she's more like Lorelai. So that's mm. the clarification there. So I'm not, I'm not similar to Dave. No, I'm not in a Christian band. No, 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 you're not a fake Christian rock band. Okay, that's what I thought. Playing for twenty dollars a day. Yeah, getting Kurt Cobain calluses on your fingers. You know what's interesting though is like, I feel like most boyfriends that we've talked to, like Tara's boyfriend, and like we've had other creators on who like specifically like um, another TikTok creator, Clara. Her husband does not like Lorelai, and neither does Brett. They like can't stand Lorelai. So like having knowing that you like Lorelai a lot and see Maya as Lorelai, it's really interesting to see that because I think like in a kind of like quote unquote survey we've done, like most boyfriends and male partners hate Lorelai. No, I I think Lorelai has her faults. Yeah, they recognize her flaws for sure. Yeah, but I I, know I see the good in her mostly. Um, but I wonder if that's because you see the me, you know probably. what I mean? Probably. It's probably I, biased. Because I've that. noticed, weirdly, I think that he is most like Logan. Mm. And that is like really, it's very, it's very, there's a lot of layers to it because he is not, he has never been like cocky or arrogant or like, like you, you don't yeah. have, you're like, maybe you're Logan if you grew up really, really, really rich and like. Like I would never call a girl <laughs> I was going after Ace, for example, because yeah. like that's presuming that I like have like this. You think way more Like about I think overthink. So I would be respectful and call her like by her last name, like Mrs. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I would be, not Mrs. Maya, yeah. Rebecca. Yeah, yeah, like. yeah. So I, I'm not like that in that regard, yeah. but I do but, see what you mean. But like, I feel like you guys have the same kind of like go-getter attitude. Like you just kind of do the things you want. Mm-hmm. Like you'll, you'll achieve it, you know? Yeah. And just the way he like, yeah. Logan's more sneaky about his like academic success. Like when he kind of whipped out at the paper that he was, um, this hasn't happened yet. Sorry. He's um, this is not a spoiler. He's really good at writing, and you know, like he kind of saved the day with Rory and that thing. Like I was like, I yeah. love a man who tries. You know, like a man who will 
try and not be too cool for school. Like, mm. so like that would have been something that Hunter would have done. Like if I was struggling with something, leading something and trying to figure it out, he would have swooped in and helped, you know, like, been like, what do I do? Put me to work. Like the competence I think is just yeah. what it is that they have. And there's something, I don't know. There's something in your eyes. I think that's similar. And sparkle. I always really liked Logan because of that. Yeah. So. Yeah. All <laughs> sparkle. I love that. Yeah, because there are so many, so many good qualities to Logan and Lorelai that I feel like the fandom loves to, like, pick apart at their bad qualities. Yeah. And what I love is that the two of you are, like, acknowledging, like, oh, of course, like, these characters have flaws. But, like, Definitely. we see below that. We see, like, the good stuff because you see that in each other. And I yeah. love that. That's so special. Yeah. I want to end every episode like this, actually, where everyone is just complimenting each other. And Everyone's I'm just, just crying. Being yeah. Like, just how much you guys love each other. It's so sweet. Yeah, yeah I, I think the, the the really cool thing about this is that, like, if you were scrutinizing these characters that um, at times were meant to be really intentional and written to do these very specific things, and at times were just written to fill up a space in a 50-minute episode. Mm. Let's say you look at someone like Kirk. Whether you love him or you hate him, it's not that important to you because Kirk is not at a central focal point of the plot. Mm. So so you give him more grace in what he does. If you hate him, you don't hate him that much. You just hate him because he's kind of annoying. Yeah. And then if you like him, you like him because even though he does annoying stuff, it's just funny and it breaks the tension. And so if you approach every character mm. with that grace – like they're not a central focal point of a plot that you've invested in, I think it'll help you like really see the pros and cons in each character in a, a better light. Yeah. That's so true. I feel like, I feel like a lot of people needed to be reminded of that because like they just get so invested in someone that the moment mm -hmm. that they yeah. disappoint you, yeah. yeah, done, yeah. you're done with them. Mm hmm. Very true. Those were such great questions from your followers. Yeah. yeah. I have one question that I want to ask you guys because I saw uh, one of your TikToks recently what is your relationship with coffee, Ooh. both of you? And how is that like connected in any way to the show? <laughs> um, do you guys relate to anybody specifically? Because I saw y'all with some blue bottle coffees. Blue bottle has a chokehold on me. Same. I go there every day. It does. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just curious what your relationship to coffee is. We have been like longtime coffee lovers. And I feel like that's been something in our relationship that has like grown. Like when we first started dating, we would like go to Starbucks together. You know, like our, that was our date. Like what would we get? Our oh, senior superlative was most yeah. likely to be seen at Starbucks and it was the two yep. of us with our gold cards so yeah. we, we <laughs> so yeah that was our humble beginnings and now we just like the best day is like going to get coffee going on a walk going sitting at a coffee shop like it's just the best thing in the world and we both have said so many times like watching Gilmore Girls we're like we want to drink coffee like five times a day like they do like we can't do that because it's a little he's like a three max I'm like no one. you would you would I, would, die. I would die like I literally could not do we it we watch it at night and I'm like I want to go have a cup of coffee because she's at Luke's literally, and I'm like this looks so good we, it just yeah. looks so good and it makes us want like a good diner yeah. so yeah I think yeah it's like definitely tugged up oh, our and, strings and our relationship with coffee, um, like long term too, like we we love the coffee shop experience. So that, yeah. Like in Maya's comment on like having a diner, mm. like yeah. we like we want to start like it's been a dream of ours for a while to have like our own coffee shop one day. Like and It'd that's be so fun. like so to have like, I will come Maya and Hunters like Please or do. whatever you can be like our first customers. that would be we'll so, play Gilmore Girls. On be so I will cool. be yeah. first in line. I will literally we will be first in line. I am a coffee junkie and uh. like I love a coffee shop. I live in New York City and like I am going to like not a different one every day, but I'll like pick one and kind of like hold up there. I just love being in like a mom and pop hole in the wall coffee shop. Uh, if you guys open a, a coffee mom shop, and pop, I will be there every Hunter. day. Yeah, mom and pop. I love that. Okay, Perfect. branding, we're doing it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs>
done. But there is a ritual experience of just like having that relationship with coffee that I think was probably bred in me because of Gilmore Girls. But now that you guys are like going through and watching it together, I was just curious what your relationship was with coffee, how it's shifted. Maya, I know you said you were trying to go like unsweetened this year. How's that going? (laughs) You know, it's okay. It's going okay. Here's where I am now. Before I was like a total, you know, vanilla latte, any kind of syrup, caramel, like anything like that. I love it. Couldn't really do anything else. Right now, I'm transferring to, I'll get a plain latte and I'll put like some brown sugar in it. Mm. It feels a little bit more like I'm getting the coffee It's like a pack of raw sugar even too. So it's just like she can kind of like weather it as she goes. So I feel like I'm getting more, because my main goal is like, I want to appreciate like the taste of the coffee itself. Like he's always very like, oh, there's this note, there's this. And I can never, you know, it's for me, it's like, it's vanilla, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So I'm kind of just ready to embrace that. And I feel like with the just plain sugar, like you can kind of get that a little bit more. So So if we go to Blue Bottle today, I might get it. Yeah. Blue Bottle, I think, yeah. is like the one place I can get it unsweetened completely because yeah. it's so good. It's good. Yeah. Their espresso is so good. Their espresso is great. I do like an iced oat milk latte Ooh, every day. That's good. my, um, that's that's my drink. And it just is like it hits right every time. I wish they had bigger cups. Same. But you can't, can't have, have it all. It all. <laughs> <laughs> A la Laura like Gilmore at Luke Steiner. Yeah, we started saying coffee, coffee, coffee every time. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I love if they give you three cups of coffee, please, please tape it and put it on TikTok. (laughs) Well, guys, it was so wonderful to have you here. Seriously, it was like such a treat to have you and to learn about your relationship and your connection to the show and how you're enjoying it so far, Hunter. And I cannot wait to have you guys. Yeah. Oh, I have so many questions already. Yeah. We so excited. Yeah. We had so much fun. Thank you for having us. Yeah. yeah, We have like what, two and 10, two, two seasons, 10 episodes left. Not counting the the reboot. Oh yeah. The reboot. Which may be a separate conversation altogether, but we're up for whatever. I love it. Oh yeah. But if you could let our followers know where they could find you, where they could follow you and learn more about you and your wonderful relationship. That makes me just cry so much. (laughs) You guys are too, you you guys are too sweet, but um, on TikTok, we are at Maya.and.hunter. And spelled out. You can just type it in, though, and it'll probably come up. I think we're the only one. And then on Instagram, we're, there's no dots. So it's just Maya and Hunter. We are on everything. We're on YouTube, Snapchat, Pinterest, Pinterest. even. So follow us wherever you want and uh, get get more of my raw reactions to season five, six, and seven yep. and the revival. Still have yet to come. Yes. So. And the news of the coffee shop. Okay. Yes. Yes. Very, very soon. Manifesting. <laughs> Well, we will hopefully talk to you guys again soon. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for having us. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.